Welcome to episode 13. Woo woo. In my world, 13 is a super lucky number. <laughs> so I'm excited to be here in this place. Welcome to the business of inner peace. I'm your host, Erin Jean, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's pretend we're sitting in my living room enjoying a cup of coffee or tea and getting to know each other just a little better. That's what I love. I love getting to hear your story. I love feeling connected by the spirit of understanding that our stories bring. Today, I'm sharing some of my story, but I hope someday soon you'll be telling me yours. Listen, I know that you're feeling overwhelmed with life and nothing is exactly how you'd like it to be. Your marriage is not what you hoped for. Motherhood is harder than you imagined. And you've lost yourself somewhere in the mix of responsibilities. Well, if you're ready to bring some more peace and joy into your life, reconnect with God who made you and start living a life you love, then grab your cup of coffee or tea and let's dive into today's show. Today, I wanted to talk about a little bit more of my story of this journeying to love myself. And some of it you might have heard parts before. And for those of you that are listening for the first time, you've heard none of it before. (laughs) But I want to kind of bring you to this place that I was. I was married for about 18 years or so and really unhappy in my marriage. My marriage had had a lot of verbal and emotional abuse and I had basically filed for a divorce and um, I was just, it was so hard. It was so ugly. It was so yucky and I was miserable without my husband honestly dealing with lawyers and paying all these fees and trying to get to a place to agree about how to co-parent and all of the things that deciding to get a divorce entails. It's painful. It's so painful. And I imagine it to be really painful no matter what. But if you have someone that you are just not able to be on good terms with, it's even more painful. And um, I think my husband and I had some pretty horrible stories running through our head about each other. And I was definitely in full blown victim mode because let's face it, I was a victim. I was a victim of his verbal and emotional abuse. I was a victim of his controlling ways. I was a victim of his temper. And I decided to live most of my life with him stuck in that place. And it really did not serve me. Um, So I was miserable, miserable without him. And it kind of got to the point where I just, I couldn't focus. I I was in a deep depression and this was all happening during the holidays. It was a very, very hard time. 
And basically, my husband and I came back together just on New Year's Eve. Um, I was really battling some suicidal thoughts. And I was scared, honestly, scared to be alone. And I think my husband could hear it in my voice. And I did a brave thing and basically asked, can I be with you and the kids? Because I'm really in a bad place. And um, he asked some of our mutual friends that they were going to all be with. And everyone agreed that it was fine. And I know when you just, when you really love someone and you're also (laughs) struggling with all these difficult, dark feelings, seeing him for the first time in months and us actually being kind and you know, considerate of one another on that day, it really started to spark up those feelings for me of how much I loved him. And I just felt like, you know, if I'm miserable without him, and I'm also miserable with him, for the sake of our children, I might as well be miserable with him, because then at least we'll be together. And it will be easier financially and easier with the kids and all of the things. So we talked and we made that decision to come back together. And I I got progressively worse. Within a matter of two weeks, I was hitting rock bottom. It was like everything in my whole nervous system was freaking out. And I was really wanting to end my life. Honestly, just battling some really dark thoughts. I, As I sit and think back to that person and those days, I don't even know who I was. No one could talk to me. No one in my family could really have a conversation with me. I was pushing everyone away. And I was in a really dark place. And... I was trying to take my life and basically my husband interrupted me and I just, it hit me like a ton of bricks, how devastating this would be for my children and my family. And I just sat with it. And the only thought I could hear ringing so loud in my head was, I do not love myself. That is the problem. The problem of all of this, like that really got me to this place to begin with. I just did not love myself. I knew if I loved myself and if I valued myself, I would never let anyone treat me the way my husband had treated me. I just, I would have never gotten to this place. And that was the only clear thing that I could see was that I did not love myself. And so I went on a full on, I will do anything (laughs) pursuit to figure out how to learn to love myself. And I actually um, had created a course that is called the path to loving yourself. And it's a seven week course in which I really share all of those tools that I gathered to be able to do that. Because when I was in that place, the thing that I wanted most, I just wanted someone to tell me how to do it. And there's nothing 
that practical, at least that I could find, that gave you sort of a step-by-step. And so my heart of hearts wants this course to be absolutely free because I want everyone to have access to it. But in my years of being an entrepreneur, I have learned one lesson that is so true, no matter what you're dealing with. In order to really help someone and change their life, I know that they need to perceive that thing as a valuable. And the only way for someone to perceive it as valuable is that they have to pay something for it. So I know it's, it's just a weird human thing, but if I let this be completely free out there, um, it won't serve as many people because people won't value it. So it's not free (laughs) for the purpose of I really want it to help people. And that might sound strange to you, but trust me on human psychology, this is the truth. (laughs) But I've made it very affordable. And for my podcast listeners only, I've actually created a special promo code that gives you 50% off. So if you're interested in checking this out, and you know, like this is a big struggle, this is the next step you need to take go to bit.ly, the path to loving yourself. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash the path to loving yourself. And you can enter the promo code, all caps, I love me, which makes me happy. (laughs) And you'll get 50% off. And I'll also put all of this information in the show notes. So one of the things that helped me on this path was beginning to understand myself better, really beginning to have a love and a respect for who God made me to be, acknowledging that God created me and that he has a plan for me. And the truth is, I know that our God is amazing. He's an amazing creator and he does not create junk. And when I was perceiving myself as not worthy of living, of having no value, and all the lists I had going in my head of what was wrong with me, it was a way of saying, God has created junk. And that is just not true. Because God is perfect. And his creation is beautiful. And it's perfect. And I therefore imperfectly and beautifully made. And even though I'm not perfect in my execution of daily life, I'm perfect as a creation of God. And honestly, like who am I to say otherwise? And who are you to say otherwise? God has made you and he has such an intent for your life and a plan for you and a plan to give you a hope and a future. He says it straight out in his word, and I'd encourage you to just go seek that out if you don't know that to be true. Um, But just remember, you know, saying that it isn't true, saying all of these horrible things about yourself or thinking all of those horrible things, you're really criticizing God's creative ability. And I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> so, a couple of tools that I used and I love um, that helped me have a greater love and appreciation of who God made me to be is Gallup Strengths. They actually have an assessment that you can take and it will tell you what your strengths are. 
I think there's 34 strengths. So it will tell you um, your top 10 or maybe the free version is your top five. Sorry, I don't remember exactly if it's five or 10. And then there's a paid version. I think it's like $20 where you can get all of your strengths in order, one through 34. That was really where I started. And it was very, very helpful to start to learn and understand who God made me to be and what my strengths were. And the other place I've dabbled in and learned a lot about myself is human design. Human design actually takes some information about, you know, where you were born on the planet, at what time, on what day. And the cool thing about these tools is I have seen the truth in them so clearly. Um, There's lots of different assessment tests out there. And I would just encourage you, just any of them that really begin to resonate where you can see this really is the truth of who I am. I This resonates. Like this is really how God made me. And then it helps to start giving you this appreciation for who God made you to be. That is such a wonderful first step on that path to learn how to love yourself and love yourself well. So both of these tools have really helped me to see myself in a different light and to appreciate the way that God made me. Um, I'm highly sensitive. I'm an empath. I can feel other people's feelings. And I didn't know this about myself for the majority of my life. Um, As a small girl, I often heard, you're too sensitive. Stop crying. What are you crying about? No one seemed to understand me (laughs) and what was going on. And I was just told to like, stop, just stop being the way that I was. And it was really hurtful and it was really frustrating. And I have come to understand that it's actually this sensitive part of me, this empathic part of me that helps me to serve humanity. Because when you are in my presence and when we can have some one-on-one conversations, quite often I can really tap into and understand exactly how you're feeling and then give you a beautiful reflection back to you of of what's going on and where some of those things might be getting you um, tripped up. So I've been learning a lot more recently about my human design. Human design is really involved and there's a lot of layers to it. There's an element to it that's called gene keys. And um, it's helped me to really discover part of what my purpose in life is. And um, I'm not going to explain how all of that works. I'll let you take your own adventure on discovering human design and gene keys. But um, one of the things that I've come to realize is that part of my purpose in life is to help bring harmony to humanity, to myself and my family by allowing the space and the grace and the acceptance of all perspectives. And this has this rings so true to me when I read about that because as I looked backwards in my life, I can see that there's this been the strong desire in me always for everyone for their perspective to be seen and for their perspective to be valued. 
Um, The first memory that really comes up for me is high school. I was friends with like someone in or several people in all of the different groups, right? Like I had friends that were jocks. I had friends that were stoners. I had friends that were, you know, in the band and choir group. I had friends that were just super smart and, you know, maybe you want to call them geeks or nerds. We do this a lot in high school and other other stages of school where we put everyone in a box, we figure out what group that they belong to, and then we decide we can't interact with them if they're not in our group. And sadly, this doesn't just stop in high school. This continues through our entire life. Um, and I can just remember this feeling. I didn't like the separation or that classification of worth among the students. To me, everyone was amazing. Everyone was worthy. And it was so much fun to be friends with everyone. I didn't, I didn't want to just stay within one group. And I can see now it's part of how God created me that he really created this desire for harmony and this desire to shine a light on all perspectives and to make space for all perspectives. And it got me thinking about one of my own struggles. Um, I really, really don't like it when people put me in a box. I often feel like I'm straddling several boxes (laughs) at once, Um, or I'm like walking the line between the boxes. So when you think about these boxes, like you could put me in a Christian box, except for I really love Eastern medicine. I really love these non-traditional tools that help us to tap into the healing of our body, to heal our subconscious mind, to um, regulate our nervous system. There's just so many amazing things. Um, There's lots and lots and lots and lots of cool tools of nature that I absolutely love. And for some reason, there's just people within this Christianity box that have labeled all of these things that I love and I've discovered to be so helpful, they've labeled them as evil and as from the devil. And like that just doesn't doesn't resonate with me as truth. Um, I've noticed when people don't understand something, they want to just put it in the category of bad rather than making space to get curious about it. So um, in the whole, let's just call it the spiritual world, or maybe like the hippie world, where all of my lovers are of, you know, yoga and meditation and all these beautiful Eastern medicine ways of being, um, they don't really like me talking about Jesus. (laughs) They don't really connect with me over my faith. In fact, that those groups of people, I often hear them talking about their deconstructing religion and they're, you know, getting away from all of these really strong Christian values that I have. And so I don't feel like I 100% belong in their box. But there's so many things in that box that I really, really love. Um, I sort of have the same divide between Eastern and Western medicine. I love, you know, holistic medicine, which tends to be more Eastern minded. I love using God's creation to heal our bodies. 
And yet, I know that when it comes to emergent care, um, Western medicine is a beautiful resource when you've got a broken bone or you're in need of back surgery or heart surgery or something like that. Um, So I have this perspective where I'm not all in on one thing. I'm always taking from different places. And I just don't feel like I really fit anywhere. Like I'm not 100% any one box. And I think that the truth is that none of us really fit in a box. You know, we don't. We, I think we pretend that we do for the sake of fitting in, but we don't actually fit in perfectly. So today, I just, I really wanted to encourage you to embrace being you just as you are. Embrace that you're different and you're unique and you're perfectly and wonderfully made Embrace that you have a purpose. And if you don't know what that is, go on that quest to love yourself. And, you know, maybe you start off your quest by taking my course, The Path to Loving Yourself. Or maybe you just do your own thing and you discover Gallup Strengths or Human Design or some other great um, resource that's out there. And maybe, just maybe, You can think of this podcast the next time that you're wanting to pass judgment on someone else or make their belief system wrong. Maybe you can create a space within yourself to allow their perspective and just to be open to hear it. You know, you you don't have to accept it as your own, but by making space for someone else's perspective and not making it wrong, you really do help that person to feel seen and known. And maybe, maybe just maybe even loved. So I just wanted to talk about that piece today and maybe just give you a, a little slice of inspiration to move to this place of being open, being open to new ideas and new perspectives, being willing to ask questions, being willing to make space for someone else that is completely different from you. And maybe just maybe by me talking about this and sharing these ideas with you, I'm living out my purpose in bringing more harmony to the world to help us embrace each other's perspectives. So I don't know where you're at in this whole conversation. If you are in that space where it's just rock bottom, it's dark, it's heavy, and you're hurting, I want to speak hope and love and light into your life. I want you to know that you're not alone and I'm willing to walk that journey with you anytime to get you on that path to truly loving yourself and to truly appreciating who God made you to be. 
And maybe you already just love yourself and you're, you're well on your way and you're doing so great, but you really get irked every time somebody's got a different value system than you or a different idea than you, or they just don't think like you. I'm here to encourage you to pause and to see how you can be a little more inviting about their way of being different, about their different perspective. See if you can just make space for it. You know, making space for it doesn't mean that you're agreeing with it. It doesn't mean you're saying they're right and you're wrong. It's just really allowing their humanity and who they are as an individual to be witnessed and to be seen. So wherever you're at, I hope you found a little bit of hope and a little bit of inspiration today. And I'm just so thankful to get to share this journey with you, to get to share these ideas with you. Thank you, my sweet, dear friend, for listening. Have a fantastic day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling blessed by the content here, the number one way you can show me is by leaving me a written review of the show. I'd be forever grateful knowing that you're out there listening helps me know that I'm truly living out God's purpose in my life. The other thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, tag me on your Instagram stories. Remember, you are seen, known, and loved. May God richly bless you today. All my love, Erin Jean.